Hey everybody, um, welcome back to a long-delayed episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. Today we're going to answer that super important question, what's it like reading at a shop? And, and that, you know, shop, event, whatever, like you're going to some, somebody else's place. So let's say you landed a job at a, at, a, at a shop or there's a location, an event, and you get to read there. What can you expect? What are they going to treat you like? How much are you going to pay? How much do they want? We will do a totally separate episode on how to get, you know, how to land jobs at, at places. But right now I got Mickey and Nicole here and everybody's working. Uh, everybody's giving readings including yourself. Nicole, you've got fresh stories. Let's jump in, start with you. What happened to you recently that, that was fun or frustrating? And I'm going to shut up now. You have to be really picky and choosy with who you decide to do business with because I feel that sometimes your reputation is on the line, even like it's even a reflective of who you're working for. So there was an example where I was actually referred by another tarot reader to an event and they wanted to book me for every Friday and Saturday for the month of October at night. But the problem was a big part of the problem was that the organizer of the event had never had a tarot reading. So she really was trying to tell me how to do my job. And I was trying to make an effort to get down there and read for her so that she could actually understand what was how my process works because everybody that reads tarot does not read the tarot the same and they don't read it for the same purposes. So the way that I do readings, she was requiring me, she wanted me to do a three card spread in 10 to 15 minutes and charge $15. And I'm kind of sitting here and I'm like, no, like that's going to literally damage my reputation because I don't do three card readings. Like I will sit down with a three card reading and be like, this is your problem. And then I'll, you know, and then the person will want an answer or they're, they'll want something else. And I can flush out a pretty good Celtic cross in 15 minutes. So in essence, it was kind of like, I felt like I was scamming the people. And the fact that not only did she was, she was like very firm, like you have to charge $15. And I'm like, no, like I'm not doing it. And not only that, she wanted to take 30% of the profits. So if I'm only doing four readings an hour for $60 and you're taking 30% of it, what am I going home with? You know, when I had to, I had to drive 40 minutes there. I had to yes, set up your travel expenses, your gas, mm -hmm. your time, your setup. Also when you, so you have been reading for, for several places and having your own events. Now, when you have your own events, you know, you bring a lot of stuff. I certainly want to pick your brain and say, what do you bring? But when you have, and, and we're talking right now, recently, not 20 years ago, everybody, this is, this is the state of the, of the union right now. Nicole, when you do say, okay, fine, you know, I'll, I'll read for your event. Do they give you a table and chairs? Do they give you a spread? Do they put you in the back? Do they put you in the front? It's different. What, what do you generally, what can we expect? It's different everywhere. And the biggest suggestion I can have is you have to communicate and you have to communicate. You have to go in there knowing what you need 
and communicating that clearly to the store owner, because there's one store that I read at, he literally has an entire area sectioned off for readers and it's private and it's quiet and it's in the back, but that's where he does it. And then if it's a nice day and you want to sit outside the store in the front, you can, you have that option. He has a table for you to set up. So he's very kind and he offers a space for me. I've also gone to do events where I've had to bring my own table and, you know, that's not terrible. I'm, you know, had my table and chairs and stuff. And I am always prepared for that just in case it's always good to just keep a table and a couple chairs and, you know, a tablecloth in the back of your car in the trunk so that if you do come into a situation where the store owner is short a table, you have it. Or if they want to move a location or if there's an, another, like not just a reader, if they also have somebody selling stuff there that, that day too. So I am prepared either way. I make sure. You mentioned this guy put you in the back. How do people know that you're even reading? Okay, so I don't sit in the back. I actually walk around the store like I work there. <laughs> and nice. I tell, like, so people come in and I greet them. I say hi. And then Paul is his name. He just lets me run with it. because, And then I'll just say, while they're browsing around... If you have any questions, let us know. I'm also here doing tarot readings for the day. And that'll either, you know, spark something or it'll be like, okay, thank you. So I make it look as if I am part of the store. So that I, I like that. I like that. Now, how is that compared to some of your other recent experiences? I mean, this guy sounds great. Is mm -hmm. this standard or uh, does it vary, at least in your area? It varies. It really does vary. Um, you know, I also read at a coffee shop, so that's completely different. I'm just, I'm a piece of the furniture. They look at the sign and then they approach me. So it's a very different, depending on the environment and the way that the store owner is. But when I was first starting there, he would promote me. He, he would say, hey, we have a reader today. So it all depends on the personality of the store owner too. But I felt like I didn't want to keep hiding in the back. I wanted to come out and meet people. And in his shop, a lot of the readers do that. They come out and they, they meander around and they hang out and they try to like be communal. And it seems to work better. Excellent. Have you found, not to get you in trouble or anything, how have you found the owners, generally speaking? Because... They're obviously all different types. Are they super supportive? Have you ever found yourself, you know, not so much regretting, but uh, feeling maybe a little bit underappreciated or or maybe they uh, uh, could have done a little better? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. look, have you, when do you get paid, it, right? It, no, it definitely, it definitely happens. I mean, there, it, it gets to a point sometimes that, you know, you're working with a store owner and you just don't mesh anymore. And not everybody... I have been, I will have to say I'm an Aries and I've been very fortunate to find other Aries store owners and we click. It's amazing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very fortunate in that manner because we are kind of on the same page of that, you know, get up and go in the fire and we got to do it. And, you know, we're excited to be there, but there have been situations where I have just decided I do not feel like I belong here. I do not want to come back to this situation. I've had some passive aggression 
microaggression. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, with another place I used to read at and I'm kind of like, okay, I get it. I'm not really in the inner circle. I will bow out. So there's things that, you know, you have to read the room, you know, and, and it's, it's the same thing with working with people because we are coming into their space. And if you know, something happens where we're not comfortable in their space or they're not comfortable having us in their space, we have to adjust and, you know, just take it with a grain of salt and move on. And, and that's just basically, I've had, I don't want to say quite a few, but a few instances in that manner. And, you know, it just, it is what it is. But when one door closes, you know, I've had one door close and I've had eight open. So I am not missing any of it in the least. I'm just rolling with it. Yeah, you've been on quite a roll. So just recapping before I ask you another question, generally speaking, for anybody who's listening and really wants to do this, and you maybe you've got your first gig lined up or a gig, you've done gigs before, you should probably have, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nikki, or, or, or I'm Mickey or Nicole, it's just a good idea to have like... um an emergency kit in your car, you know, maybe some table, maybe a table if you can, a couple of chairs if you can, if you can't, that's fine. But like a deck, an extra deck, a tablecloth, um, a, a sweater in case it gets cold. In other words, no matter how much you think you may know what you're walking into, you're going into somebody else's space and they may or may not have thought of what you might need. But because it's in your car, you're not showing up like Mary Poppins with, you know, all, you know, suitcases and everything. You're just going in light, but you have everything ready. At the Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, awesome. that's what I do. Everything is in the car. I have, oh, here's the plug. <laughs> Amazon, you Google four foot grill table and it folds down. It's only nine pounds. It's aluminum. It folds down and it's maybe a little bit bigger than a briefcase. And it's oh, I've phenomenal. seen that. It's really nice. I gotta, I gotta tell you, that's uh, that's a pro tip. What did you say? Amazon? You Google? Uh, I'm mean, you like search for what was? What did you call it? Aluminum grill table. Okay, it looks like an outdoor table, but, but yes. you put a you put a tablecloth on it, maybe maybe even like a little towel or something, and then a tablecloth if you're really sensitive about that. And uh, yeah, and it's got doesn't it have like a little under shelf or something to put your stuff all, in if i remember it all depends it all depends i don't have one like that i do I actually, yeah nikki does i actually have two i have one that is the standard four foot and then i have one that is a four foot with drop leaf sides and then that can fold down into a three foot if needed oh, that's nice yeah mickey tell us uh tell us what you have so thank you to Nicole for such a fantastic idea. Uh, it is, it's a, you can get it, it's black in color. It's kind of a mesh material, metal mesh, aluminum, and it's very easily and quickly assembled. So you can, you know, basically put it together in five minutes. And uh, I use a large table cloth, you know, with usually mystical symbols on it, that sort of thing. And then I use those little, um, Clips you can usually put a large stack of papers together with, the little black clips, only the small versions of those. And I'll clip the cloth underneath so that 
somebody's knee as they are leaving the table doesn't accidentally wipe off the entire um, cards and cloth and everything like oh, that. Oh, good point. Yeah, it, uh, and it's great. I have the ones with the leaves, the extra leaves, and it also has a mesh um, shelf that you can connect underneath the table, and I store my extra decks, my index cards for writing, pens, uh, oracle cards, all that underneath, so they're not whatever I'm not using, it doesn't get in the way of the actual reading space. Now, you're in a different part of the country. Yes. And so your experiences have been a bit more, dare I say, local and small town and friendly. Mm -hmm. No offense, Nicole, but like she's out in the, the, well, she's in the New York area, like the New York, New mm -hmm. Jersey area. She is Lots. Of, oh, real quick, Nicole, I want to ask you. Um, mm -hmm. I We've been through this off the air, like you and I, obviously. Uh, we've talked so much about your, your experiences, um, certainly over the last year, at least. Have you... Have you run out of places? Like I know, like sometimes it gets frustrating because a place you think is going to be great doesn't work out. Have you found that you know, and you are proactive and you do go out there. Have you found that you've been able to find places, or or? And I know that in some yeah. parts of the country it's a little harder than others. I totally get that. But but do, I, is there a market out there? Yes, and I have been fortunate enough to be able to do two things, sell myself and put myself out to enough of people that it's now starting where people and stores are starting to contact me and say, Hey, do you want to read here? Hey, I heard, you know, you're not in our town anymore regularly. Do you want to read at my store? So it's starting to snowball and there's always a different. So I have kind of swung from one community to another because of my reading style, the way that I am, and there, and there's no wrong answer here. Okay. Because I have swung away from doing psychic fairs and, and they're great for when I was first starting, but now that I've developed a reading style that I realized that it comes more from a holistic healing and guidance aspect I feel that I fit in better with the healing community, like the wellness community. So, you know, wellness events and, you know, reading at yoga studios or reading and combining your, like doing a combination of Reiki and readings or Reiki and readings. So I'm going more towards the mind, body, spirit end of it and away from that witchy kind of, you know, psychic fair and vendor events and stuff like that. Now, that's not to say that someone else can come in and be successful with that, but it's just that I feel that the people that need my services the most are in a different type of community. This, I love this because this is much like being an author where you have to write a lot of words and then you you begin to find what they call your voice. Mm -hmm. And I um if I'm not mistaken, you just did like a Adams family mansion thing, right? So it's not oh, like I you did. can't do no. 
So, oh my gosh, I wanted to talk about that. And it was very exciting. I'm sorry, Mickey. I, I, I keep thinking, <laughs> no I gotta get worries. back to you. <laughs> but yes, you gotta hear this story. So basically what happened, I was, how this started was last month, I was supposed to go down to um, the Jersey Shore, probably about an hour and a half from my house and do readings on a farm where they were Wait, doing- Wait, hold on, I'm stuff. sorry. Is that a real place? I mean, a couple of years ago, it was, it was called a TV show. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, I'm from California. Is that a real place? A farm? Oh my gosh, yeah, there's- No, no, the Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore, yes, it is real. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. We call it going down the shore. We never, in New Jersey, you go to the shore, you don't go to the beach. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> So I, I, I just like, oh my God, that's a national place. Yeah. Okay. So it's we call that area the Jersey Shore. And that's basically from like Monmouth to Atlantic City, Monmouth County to Atlantic City. So it's, I'm digressing. Okay. So I was supposed to go, you know, down the shore about an hour and a half to do readings on a farm. It was a wellness day and they were trying to raise money to start a shelter of some kind to rescue animals of all kinds on this farm. And we had a hurricane. So at the last minute, the event organizer revamped it and made it a um, quote unquote wellness walk event in the town of Westfield. And I was reassigned to read at a coffee shop and the coffee shop was cute. I loved it. But what happened was it poured and like nobody really came out. I, I wound up doing readings for um, an employee that worked there and the two owners. And I did them, um, you know, as a thank you, I didn't even charge them. And I was just like, whatever, it's just, it's one of these days. And the employee gave me an amazing review on Google. So I was like, hey, win-win. So I'm walking, I'm packed up and I'm walking out of the coffee shop and it's a cute little main street. And I look up and right outside the parking lot where I was, there was one of those um, banners up on a lamppost and it was purple and it looked like, you know, a cartoon of like the Adams family underneath it said adamsfest.com. And I was like, oh, what is this? So I get to my car and I'm like Googling like a mad woman. And it turns out that the artist who drew the Adams family resided or grew up in the town of Westfield. He, he was like a, um, back in the day, he would draw all the caricatures for the New Yorker. And he had created the Adams family as like a little side fun thing. And apparently it blew up and it was like, hey, you've got to do something else with this. And then it blew up. So he is from Westfield. The town of Westfield still holds him very dear to their heart. And for the entire month of October, they do different events throughout the month, all based around the theme of the Adams family. And I emailed them and I was like, oh my God, how do I get involved? Like I'm, I, I'll be a sponsor, I'll do, like I was not even thinking that they would write me back and hire me. So what happened was they emailed me back a couple of days later and they're like, we'd love to have you, but the problem is 
tarot readings at the masquerade ball take too long. And I was like, what? I was like, oh my God, they like want to hire me to like do the masquerade ball. Like, this is crazy. Amazing. <laughs> so <clears throat> I wrote back and I was like, um, no, I can do what I call souvenir one card readings in under two minutes. And the response back was, you're hired. <laughs> so <clears throat> basically what I refer to, I love as, it. what I basically refer to as a souvenir reading is that I buy decks that at, for, for cheap and I plan on breaking them. I take my logo sticker and I put it on the back of every deck. And then I created, they had a table there waiting for me. And then I created, like I shuffled them <clears throat> and I laid them out in a horseshoe. And I didn't lay out, I went armed with three decks like this. And I got my decks for five bucks at five below. So it was like win-win all the way around. And I grab a pile of them, I shuffle them, I lay them in a horseshoe. And I asked the person coming in for the reading to think about the question of, quote, what does the universe want me to know? They choose the card and they hand it to me. And then I translate it. And it's as simple as that. And it's, I went, I probably did anywhere between 80 and 100 readings in wow. a three hour span. And they were fun and they were still very accurate according to, you know, the client and they really enjoyed it. And, you know, they're walking, they're stunned that they're walking away with the card. They're like, here's your card back. And I'm like, no, that's your card. And they're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, well, yeah, if you want to, and if you want to know more about the reading that you just got, or you want to find me again, my information's on the back of your card. So you've just taken you've just taken that tarot reading and you've put your business card on the back of it too. So you've branded the cards. And those are those stickers that you talked about. Yes. Those are really nicely done, by the way. Uh, that's another thing, guys. Um, if you're, if you're going to do something like this, spend a, you know, don't go crazy, but spend the extra, get, get some premium stuff because it's your name that's out there, you know, get a, get a, artist um mickey get a get an artist on fiverr or something to like you know shape it in other words put something really elegant um i gotta get to mickey i love these stories nicole um i want to ask you more mickey again your experience as of late has been a bit more dare i say upscale um you've been working in galleries and whatnot I would yeah. assume they love you. I'm assuming that you're actually treated really well. What's it like? What can what can someone expect if they, you know, they freaky Friday if they switched bodies with you? Like and they're like, oh my God, I'm giving a reading. What's well, it like? First of all, it's the gallery that I work at. I had been on the board for quite a few years, still am, and I'm my artwork is sold in this gallery as well. It's an art association. It's the gallery has been around for 76 years. So it's a beautiful historic building with very interesting like uh, stone walls and in with fountains and everything. And um, I had done a fundraiser as part of the fundraiser. I read tarot one Halloween for them. And 
the manager, uh, who's a friend of mine, asked me, she's like, hey, you know, have you ever thought about reading tarot here, you know, during our summer months when we're busier? And, you know, for some reason, it never occurred to me art gallery, right? <laughs> so um, I was like, yeah, that's great. So I uh, got one of the grill tables. Thank you, Nicole, again for that idea. And I um, chose a room because the, the art gallery has five rooms. And there's this wonderful room in the back of the gallery, more to the side, that has this lovely fountain. And it's quiet. It's filled with plants. And somebody could stand right in the doorway talking right outside. And you can't hear them. So there's the privacy factor for the clients as well. So if they come in for a reading, you know, they it really kind of everything keep, stays contained in that room. And then the nice sound of trickling water is very calming and artwork everywhere. So it's a wonderful space to do readings in. And I work mainly with walk-ins at the gallery. I created a couple of uh, poster signs, They're like a phone core. Uh, probably around 20 by 30. You can get it at Vistaprint. And it says tarot readings today. Uh, please see gallery representative. And I post it. I stick it up in the gallery on an easel. And then the um, whoever's working the gallery that day uh, promotes me. And, um, you know, they're so supportive. Um, and it's just been a wonderful experience during the winter it's not practical because the um tourist tourism sl slows down a lot uh and the gallery has shorter hours but during the summer it's such a lovely place to hang out in and i also if i'm not reading cars or somebody i'll go around and walk around the gallery and just talk to people that come in and that sort of thing but it's very um it's a Rocky Mountain Gallery high up in the Rockies. And so it's not a super formal, like it's not stuffy at all. It's very warm and welcoming and friendly. And it's just a great place to read. Well, I'm excited. And I love hearing uh, off the air your uh, updates on on how it's going. And, and um, it, it seems like both of you have uh, at least over the last couple of months, really made strides in your signage and and, and like stickers or business cards. Um, like you had good art already, um, but it seems like it's a kind of an ongoing or evolving process. Um, yes. It, it really what do you think? It really is because your tastes change or, you know, the Canva backgrounds change. <laughs> and it is, it is, it's all about honing it. And I don't know about Mickey, but at least I know from my perspective, I have to be comfortable with, with my logos and my marketing material representing who I am as far as mm -hmm. my personality. And sometimes that takes a little bit of, um, you know, experimentation. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it is a matter of experimentation. You know, you see what works, what doesn't. Uh, I'm even thinking about uh, borrowing Nicole's idea of a souvenir tarot card because not everybody that comes through that's going there to see art 
they're not necessarily expecting the opportunity to read tarot. So it might be a nice option because a lot of them are tourists to do a souvenir tarot card that has my business contact information on it. So, you know, because both Nicole and I both do virtual readings as well. So, uh, you know, it's a great idea. And so I might add that this coming summer to my repertoire. And it really is a good way to turn um, a passing person who may or may not have, um, well, let's just put, simplify it. Let's say they may not have an uh, the uh, attitude or the opportunity for a full reading. And um, like Nicole said, you know, the souvenir reading um, can turn into um, a, a real client, you know, over, over time, um, mine somebody can come back. Yeah. Mine actually did already. It, so, so it's a good uh, investment. Yeah. Please, please explain. So I actually put this to use. I went and did a kind of maybe about 15 minutes from my house. There is a chain that does, um, the cryogenic chambers, so they do the the heat saunas or the light saunas and the cryogenic chambers and they sell packages and all this stuff. So they were having a wellness event and I was invited and I had actually, it was, it was great because there were two other businesses that were there. The Reiki person I knew from online and we've spoken together, you know, back a year ago, but we never connected in real life. And then another person that was there was one of my personal uh, doctors that I, holistic doctors that I go to. So we were all there and I was doing these souvenir one card readings and it was a little bit different than a party atmosphere because I was introducing myself. So I would tell them a little bit about the biz my business that, you know, I do virtual readings and I'm in person and to follow me either on social media or join my email list because there's, you know, certain perks to that. And they took the, you know, I, and those I did not charge. So those were just, Hey, free souvenir readings. And they walked away with the card and they were like, so impressed. And what happened was I wound up, uh, teaming up with the Reiki person that was there. And we did a Reiki and readings day, very spur of the moment last Saturday. And I show up to set up and my first client was the person that I met over at the other event. So, and she brought a friend. So I actually got two readings out of it. And uh, so it does, it does snowball and people do remember you if they like you. And I feel like that's a great way to just throw one card and introduce yourself. And I also do have that as part of when I go read at the coffee shop, I have revamped, I have a special price list, which might be something to go back to the store thing or maybe um, go back to later on at another time, but revisit. I actually have different structures and different pricing structures and different time structures depending on where I'm doing my readings. So at a coffee shop, I yes. will a five minute, a, like a $5 souvenir reading. I will have, um, what I will call a general reading. And then I will have, I will break down like the coffee shops. I will break down according to what kind of reading you are requesting from me. So if you're requesting, now, I want to ask you, 
Go ahead. Um, because over at least for the last year, uh, specifically, we can go longer, but but really, I want to stay current so people get a feel like this is really what's going on. I want to ask you about driving time because I know you've gone close, you've gone far, you've had great success far and great success slow, local and then not. But before we do that, so I want to let that gel in your mind for a moment. I want to stop for and and just tell people these are real students and they are actually out there doing it and you can do it. We 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 can't do it for you. You know, you lead a horse to water, you can't make them drink. The reason why we have these free sessions um, in, in podcast form, sometimes in video, reason why I'm available currently on Saturdays at, uh, I think the new time is 4 p.m. Eastern time. You can go to advancedtarotsecrets.com and it's right there, free workshops. Just just sign up and, and go. That's it. There's nothing to buy. There's no sales pitches. But this is real, folks. This is why we do this. We're, we're you know, our, our bills are paid, right? You know, we, like, I have an academy. I want to teach you. Um, Nick, uh, Nicole, Mickey, several others. Um, we, we have students technically all over the world. Um, but Nicole, Nicole and Nikki and I work, work together uh, quite a bit, but this is real. We want to help you. We want to share with you. We have study groups. Um, if you are not a member of the Academy, start for a dollar. Like literally, if you have a dollar, give me your dollar, <laughs> go to easytarolessons.com, look around. If you like it, click on the link where it says sign up for a dollar and, and keep in mind that dollar covers one month and we will email you probably around 25 days in and say, Hey, you're about to get billed because it's $10 a week, but that's lessons, that's study groups, that's workshops. Um, it, it, it's all kinds of recorded information. And again, live study groups. If you want to be able to do this, you need schooling and we are here for you. But in the meantime, let's let's go back. So right now, so please, you know, easy terror lessons going over there and, or go to advancedterrorsecrets.com and just sign up for the free workshops. This is free, you know, just you can ask me questions live all the time. You can come and get a private reading. If nobody else shows up, you're right there. I'll, I'll give you a lesson for an hour. Normally it's, like, you know, $125. Totally free. Just one. Advancedterrorsecrets.com, right? That's where the workshop is. Otherwise, go to easyterrorlessons.com. Give me a dollar. Uh, Mickey. I mean, even though Mickey, Mickey doesn't have to drive that far, that's the thing. So that's no offense, Mickey, but I really want to pick Nicole's brain on this because I don't want to say she's been going from shop to shop to shop, but, but Nick, uh, Nicole, you have kind of been working at different places Yes. at this point. Now actually take me early on. How far would you have driven? Was it worth it? What about the local places? And then, and now because I want people to know what to expect. Like they're, oh my yeah. God, I, I got, I, I only have to drive two hours, but I get to do it. Well, I don't know. All right, I'm gonna shut up now. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I've gone, I've gone to Pennsylvania. I've gone to New York City. I've gone to upstate New York. Uh, and I've gone, like I said, all the way down the shore. So I have gone probably driven up to a two hour radius. I, but I am kind of pulling back now 
because I feel like I want to stick to where I am. I want to stick to possibly no more than 40 minutes, 45 minutes. If I have to go down to the shore, I want it to be something very specific, but I have shortened my radius because I realize that, well, if I'm so busy going an hour and a half away, I'm not developing what's right in my backyard. And if, wow. I'm, if I'm developing something right in my backyard, I don't read out of my home. I don't have a brick and mortar. I don't want to have a brick and mortar. But if I'm developing something where somebody lives in the next town over and they want to see me in person to do a reading, I can go to the coffee shop and read for them in person. Because there are people that prefer in-person readings instead of virtual readings. And and that's, that's another thing. Don't lose that thought. But people, please listen. How many different businesses do you have, can you go into, you have to spend a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a month on office space and furniture and insurance and light and electricity and heating and parking. And I mean, you know, this is a great business where you got to be a little bit careful. I don't want you to just go in and, you know, get yourself in trouble. But as Nicole said, find yourself a coffee house that is your office. You say, I mean, just the fact that you're saving a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars a month, you don't have to read out of your house. Um, Mickey reads primarily out of a gallery. Uh, there are, I we could go into to all the different places you can read. That'll be for a different topic, a different show. But it, but I just want you to to realize that the world is your oyster, and the beauty of this is for you know for twenty dollars for like the pack of it. For the price of a pack of cards, you're in business. Hopefully, you're going to go to school. Hopefully, you'll get some knowledge. Hopefully, you'll study and 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 pay attention and do well. But unlike any other business where you're out 50, 100, 200, if you're doing a franchise, you're out $700,000. This is a great business with a low entry fee, going rate. 60 to $100 an hour. Early on, you may not be making that much. But think about what you want to do and how you want to do it. Nicole, I just had to, to tell people about the office space because a lot of what we take for granted may go right over people's heads because they, they're not used to the reality of it. Okay, please continue. Oh, yes. And no, absolutely. And there have been so many trends since, you know, I'm going to add this myself. There's been so many trends since uh, COVID happened that there were people that had storefronts that were tarot readers and spiritual advisors, and they have shut them down and went completely virtual. So, you know, it's, it's actually it, the environment has been made even more conducive since 2020 to be a wandering reader. <laughs> and, and you're uh, you're also a draw for those stores that you are visiting or those coffee houses that you're at because you're advertising that for them, like, hey, come to this place, this location, this establishment to have a reading and they're advertising for you as well. 
So you're cross. Yeah, your add on value. It's no different yeah. than if you're doing a party or let's say um, some of my students do uh, parties in Malibu and Beverly Hills uh, for for major celebrities, usually around Halloween. So people will have and you can do this in the Hamptons. Well, you can do this anywhere, really. But people have a party or, or like Mandy, they, you do events where you are the entertainment Mm -hmm. um, but, but like you said, sometimes you're really drawing people to a location. So if you think about the benefit for the location or the owner and remember, present yourself humbly, you know, so you don't come across as, as arrogant, but, but, you know, respect yourself, know your, know your value, know your strength, know your power and, and maybe get out there and network. Uh, but yes. Just, just adding my two cents. Please continue. Yeah, definitely. I mean, networking is definitely the way to go. And showing up in person, being like, hey, you know, have you ever thought about having a tarot reader here? Or do you have a tarot reader? Or, you know, and just be open to what the storefront's response is and be creative. And I mean, October, like this is a really big time of year to do readings. But I have done readings at a um, vintage couture handbag shop. We've done like a wine shopping and tarot night. I have, I'm, and I'm back doing another one. I'm doing a Halloween costume party at, and shopping night at a lingerie store. And I did one in the summer for them and they, they loved it because it pulls people and, and the big selling point for boutiques and and lingerie shops and, and anything like that that reaches that market of people is that it's the middle of the week at night and they're not getting customers in the door. They create an event, they say you're gonna be there and they're pulling people in. And then they're like, oh, hey, we're having a secret sale while you're here. So it's a way for you to become a really great asset for a local business. And that's where I'm starting to focus on things rather than doing those mass. And, but like I said earlier, this is just how I feel rather than doing those mass psychic fairs where there's a tarot card reader on every corner and, you know, on every booth and you have to drag a tent there and you have to set it up and you have to, I've done that stuff for different businesses for well over 20 years. I feel that that's totally past my prime. I'm too old for this now. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Like um, in California, there's uh, people who haven't heard of it, Venice Beach. You, mm -hmm. you probably see it on TV. Like if you've seen the Barbie movie, you've seen ben Venice Beach. Right. And it is cutthroat. Um yeah. It got to, it was very bohemian, and then Venice started realizing, wow, we could just charge for each spot. And so people line up to get their permits, and then they get angry because somebody got a permit. And you got like 15 different tarot readers, and then, well, you know, nothing wrong with that, right? But, I mean, you got – so, yeah, sometimes you don't want to go where everybody else is. Right. And, and, and this is what I'm trying to get to you guys is that – these are just two people who are really doing it. They're out there making money. They're having a good time. My, my question for you, Mickey, and then Nicole, have you had to resort to begging on Facebook? 
so many people think, oh, my God, I got to go online because they, they figure they can't possibly read locally. Uh, I, I don't know, Mickey, I don't want to say Facebook's bad or anything, but. Like, no, no, it's I, I use Facebook to allow uh, to let people know that I'm reading at the gallery because the gallery has their own Facebook page. So I create a post for my social media and then I share it with theirs. Um, but what kind of got me a lot of my customers this summer was a, one of the local mountain newspapers up here did an article on me and, you know, said I was reading at the gallery and I also gave my contact information. So I had clients come in from that. And I also had clients uh, that didn't come in the art gallery, but they called me and then I did virtual readings from all from that. So that little article actually got me a lot of traction. So I recommend, especially around the Halloween time when newspapers and magazines are looking for feature articles on local people and events, see if you can hook up with a reporter, a local reporter, and let them do a feature story on you because it's a great way to kind of get your name out there in your local area uh, to a wider audience. And also don't forget, holidays are always nice. Valentine's Day may seem like forever away now, but reporters often like lead times. Try to make friends with local reporters if you can and see if you can be part of a feature for their Valentine week because you know they're going to be doing stuff uh, leading up to it. So maybe the week of the week, maybe two weeks before, um, you might get in a local print or even on air. I don't know, maybe radio or, or, or television. You never know. And again, it's all up to you what you want to pursue. Um, but just a local rag. I love those. I wish, um, I, I, you know, back in my day, we actually had some. Uh, depending on your area, there might be local community newspapers. If there is, uh, again, just approach gently and say, hey, you know, this is what I do. Would you like to do a feature story on me? I'll give you a reading so you can experience what it's like. See, you know, so you can write about that if you like. I love this, Mickey. Um, as an artist and a reader, you really have experienced and understand the power of word of mouth where somebody may see your painting. Because we talked about this. I don't want to tell stories out of Mm -hmm. out of school but but you you've talked about your experiences where somebody saw your work or your reading and and it was like that's nice and then month two months later somebody you know let's say high up the social ladder is like oh hello <laughs> where did you come from word travels fast in this little tight-knit community that we call our clients mm-hmm Absolutely. I experienced that. Um, I had done a reading for a really nice lady and gosh, I don't even think it was two weeks later. I get a call from uh, her friend that was all the way in a different part of the country. And she was like, oh, I heard that, you know, my friend said your reading was so good and everything. I want to book a reading. So it, you just never know, you know, just give it your all and, and be there for your client. You never know where it's going to lead. And this is how, again, I don't want to reveal any names because I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to uh, ruin their gig, but uh, by having everybody, you know, dogpile on it and try to do the same thing. But uh, my my students in Beverly Hills and and 
and Malibu pretty much have been doing the same thing. Um, I used to do this. Well, you know, okay, granted, this is way back in the 90s because that's how old I am. But um, I used to be, yes, a Beverly Hills psychic. I used to. So I would read for friends. And the next thing I know, a movie producer would call me up or some famous directors that, that, you might know and soap opera stars and, and again you know you're in los angeles you're like oh it's just the way things are but it's funny how we are literally one or two degrees away and this is what i was going to say is this is what my students in in the uh, beverly hills malibu area is they'll just read for people right and and every everybody's everybody's wonderful everybody's god's little special snowflake we're all fucking wonderful just yay everybody but so I don't mean to demean somebody by saying they're average, but you read for the average person and then you get a call and it's like, you know, from a major celebrity or, or their people. And, and this is how they get into doing parties where, you know, they are the entertainment for, you know, especially Halloween. Uh, but don't forget lots of relationship love readings for Valentine's day. Mother's day is a great time to, uh, to have um, reading specials for people's moms. In other words, you can plan out ahead. And again, be like a retailer. Retailers buy their Christmas stuff in July, believe it or not, just in case you didn't know that. They make their contracts so early and you don't have to be that, you know, you don't have to book that far out in advance, but, you know, apply what, what hopefully you're learning right now, but also think a few months ahead so that you can like nicole you've got stuff uh, you got some huge stuff um in march right i don't know if we want to reveal too much about that but april 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 sorry okay even farther it's not i mean you know it is what it is it's a it's a mind body spirit festival that's three days long and anywhere from 10 to twelve thousand attendees oh my god that's insane yeah i i'm literally that's why i bought the stickers and like i just before I got on this call, I just placed the order. Vista Prince having like a forty percent off sale, so I just bought two thousand business cards. And by the way, we're not paid for this, but go to Vista Print and yeah. just look at all of the just just look at ideas. Matter of fact, promise yourself you won't buy anything at all, at least for a week. But look at at all of their stuff, and then just let it percolate in your head. Yes, Nicole, you got big events coming up. Mm -hmm. Tell us. Well, tell us what you want to share with us. Well, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to actually be doing a combination of um, free souvenir readings and then 15 minute readings. So that's the plan. Um, but I have not done an event this large. I have done events where there's probably about 1,500 to 2,000 people that have come through, but right. this one is this one is mega, and I've heard really good things about it. I think this is probably, and it's going to be bigger than it has been in prior years. I think this is their third or fourth year doing it. Um, now, you and I have already talked about have your table, your tablecloth, your signage, artwork. But um, my other students have done events this big. Do set, get everything set up. You know, in your mind's eye, get yeah. you know, paint it out. Maybe, maybe build a diorama. I, you've got plenty of time to make sure you've got your booth set up. 
But if you do this right, I promise you, uh, you'll be talking to us from beyond the great beyond because you will yeah, be dead. Is, you yeah. will be you'll be so worn out. I'll be like, bring, bring. Hello. <laughs> like, oh, my God, don't talk to me. I'm like, I need I need to get you on the air. Tell us what you did. Yeah, Three I days. Totally, I am totally gonna, creating hmm? this to to how it was when I planned my wedding, because my wedding yes. was here's the room it's empty and I'm like what like I literally rented a space and I just I had to go find every little thing and think about every little detail and it was you know I did everything soup to nuts I was my own wedding planner and it's funny because you know that was 20 years ago but I'm going right back into that mode and planning for this in advance and I'm like I don't want there I want to think about every little detail I want to think about very precisely what I'm going to put in their in their swag bag that'll get people to my booth. You know, I want to think about the structure of my booth where I want to provide privacy for myself because I've heard horror stories that people are like, what are you doing? You don't, you know, I want a reading and you're on break and you can come off the break and give me a reading. Like, so oh, yes, yes, they will. So I'm like, okay, privacy booth. I'm going to have, you know, my, I'm going to hire my daughter and her best friend to work the front of the booth so that, you know, they're not getting that kind of exposure to me that they can just do that. So yeah, there's a lot of little details, like the signage that I want to get. And I want to, you know, think about offering like discount postcards that promote, you know, and I, and I, I do have that. And we could talk about that later. I have a, a postcard set up where, it's like, hey, and I'm starting to actually hand it out now to see how that goes, but I just bought more of them. It's a postcard and it just lists what my bundle packages are. So I offer bundle packages at a reduced rate and I hand that to somebody after I do the reading rather than just throw them willy nilly because if you don't know who I am and you haven't had a reading with me, I can't entice you to buy three, five or seven more readings from me in one click. So I hand those out when I finish doing a reading with somebody and I say, Hey, look, you know, I offer virtual sessions and you can buy one offs, but I offer them in packages. Here's a card. And that's got my information on it. And then they can contact me later on and I put the order through. So now you know, one thing we, cause we talked about this and well, several times, M Mickey, you, you unfortunately weren't in on this. So um, all credit goes to Nicole. I, I I'm, no matter how much I did or how little I did, all credit goes to Nicole. But we talked about pens and stickers and business cards and designs and how much information and, and product price per piece and and swag bags and um, what Nicole could donate to well donate provide for the the uh the swag bag that they get for going to the convention um all of these things the important thing is that when you're doing a large event like this like you've hit the you know you've hit your stride first and foremost you want to make sure that your booth your space is is an enclave it's a sanctuary um, you, you don't have to spend a lot of money, but you do have to be really creative to be able to make that space um, just just a magnet. And I like what you said about having a privacy booth, someplace where you know you're not you're not sitting right at the table reading for somebody, and and everybody's like 
poking their heads over and like, oh, hey, are you a psychic? Uh, what you doing? Uh, can you fit me in later? And um, and and also <laughs> having your 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 daughter and her friend there um, to front while you are in giving a reading is so essentially important um, that they can, you know, uh, talk to people, facilitate uh, readings. If you have to run to the bathroom, you're probably going to have to go to the bathroom sometime within three days. I'm just guessing. Uh, and you do not want to be, you know, pulled off to the side. Um, all of these things are, are something to think about. One thing we haven't talked about, I just want to throw this out there live for everybody. You don't have to do this, but since we have until April to think about it, I would I would happily, I would happily just say here, I don't want anything out of this. Here's a hundred bucks. Raffle them off, you know, to get people. But I don't know that people are going to go there wanting to learn the tarot. Um, maybe you might raffle off your books mm -hmm. um again look you can come back to me later i'm not here to promote myself but right. but if there's something that i can give that will you know because on top of everything else if you can just say hey we're giving away a whole bunch of things here you know on top of everything else um name phone number you know uh and and like if you were to get a reading what kind of question would you be interested in um you know and and basically let them know that you'll put them on your potential client list in case uh you know you're doing things and of course they're going to walk away with all your information all right i'm gonna shut up again anything else you want to add because i know we've 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 really gone over but i yeah. but i really i love this because it's valuable information for anybody who's really serious about wanting to quit their fucking job and and do this like woo it's fun i don't have to go well i do have to go to work i have to go to work every day i don't have to work for somebody else i think in closing yeah. i think in closing and and i'll let mickey have a closing moment too <laughs> i don't want to rule the whole thing um, how but, kind of you <laughs> but i i i think my biggest takeaway is or suggestion that i can leave for someone who is interested in taking this route is that look at other businesses, look at how like other business models. Okay. Look at the structure of direct sales. And, and I, I spent several, several years in, in different direct sales companies and what is their approach? How do they offer packages or how do they offer specials? How do they get incentives to get more bookings? Um, another thing to look at is just if you are in the circuit, look around and see what the other readers or psychics or healers are doing and see if you like the way somebody sets up a bo their booth and don't copy it. Do not copy it, but take inspiration from it and make it your own. That's it. <laughs> I love that. No, that's yeah, good. And one other thing real quick, I know we keep doing this. Rachel, I, Rachel, Nicole, get their names right. Nicole has done events herself. And I just thought of this, Nicole, like you said, not copying, but in April, you'll be able to see, quote, how the big girls do it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I believe that for your future events, you're just going to like so much is going to click because you are an event coordinator as well. I, I really think that this will be a good opportunity for you to learn some things through osmosis. And that's what I want to tell anybody who's listening. If you go to events, if you participate in, if you go to events, find the, find the organizer, get on their list, get on their good list. You know, maybe, you know, maybe get in with some of the, you know, this is how you work your way into the circuit, but also pay attention to how they how the successful people do stuff and what works and what doesn't, because someday you may be in a position where you want to do your own events. And this is all free education where you get to see how the big boys and girls actually make real money. Mickey, a thousand thank yous for being so polite <laughs> and letting us just flap our gums. Oh, Tell I love it. I, I, you know, the one thing I want to add, and and Nicole um, does this full time. I do it part time. So that's one of the wonderful things about this type of business, the flexibility. And the only thing I would add, and I'm sure um, this would make sense to anybody, you want to dress in a way where you look professional, approachable. So wherever you go, always have your business cards. Always, you know, be friendly, smile. Uh, you never know who you're going to run into. Just strike up conversations because you just never know, uh, you know, you, where the opportunities are going to come where you can hand out your business card and get clients. They're just, you know, you're almost always just kind of putting the feelers out there and network, network, network. Because I think uh, Nicole will agree with me, aside from going out and uh, to these events, it's all about creating that community of people, even if they themselves don't need a reading that week or whatever, they might know somebody who does. And that, I think going old school with the whole networking and it's all who you know type of a mentality is very effective in growing your business, however you want to grow it. That's wonderful. I, I just, I love it so much. So folks, I don't really have anything to add to this. Uh, this is genius. These are people doing it. We do this because we want you to do it as well. What I'm asking you, one dollar. I'm literally. Um, I want. To, I don't want a dollar. I want ten dollars a week from you. I want you to join our community. I want you to study with Nicole. Study with Mickey. Study with Rhoda. Study with Riv. Study with Oh Mona. All of our all of our wonderful students and moderators. We are here to help you. All right. If you're just starting out, you may not be ready to just go out and start charging $100, $200 an hour. $200 is actually quite a bit, but $100 an hour, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's doable. And like the going rate is like a dollar a minute, so that's already 60 bucks an hour. Point is, how can we help you? If you have any questions, you can write me at, here it comes, write me at dustywhite.net. It's Really simple. It's that easy. Write me at dustywhite.net or go to advancedtarotsecrets.com and there's a page where it just says contact us. Type in your question, click send, sign up for the free workshops. We've got some free courses. We've got 100% free astrological course at easyastrologylessons.com. It's a $500 course. No lie. I mean, it's yours. Just, just take it. Just sign up. Just do it. 
Why? Because we, we have a $3,000 course that it just blows that away. We, I want you to take control of your life. I want you to be the star of your own show. I want you to be able to do this if you want to. And if you don't want to read for a living, fine. Just use it for self-improvement, self-empowerment. All right, that's enough. Um, you Look, you will or you won't, but thank you for being here. Nikki, Nicole, thank you so much. We will get together again soon, and we will find something fun to talk about. And one of these times, probably not the very next time we get together, but one of these times very soon, we will sit down and do the same thing about how to actually get work. I think I'll bring Mike in for that. Okay, I'm waving. I can't see it. Bye, Dusty. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank Thank you. you so much. Bye, guys.